when you open your your radio shows with taking a deep breath. What many of us forget is, hey, when we're taking a deep breath, we're breathing in love. That's how we bring love into our bodies is just by breathing. And sure enough, when we breathe, we cannot be in fear. If you notice how your physicality works, when you're in fear, you're holding your breath. Guess what? You're leaving, you're blocking life out. Well, life is God. Life is the creator. So by breathing, we open to bringing that creator right inside of us, bringing the love in, bringing life in, and bringing positive change in and moving the fear out. Empower Radio presents the Dr. Julie Show, all things connected. Break through the illusion of separation, explore the infinite field of possibility, and make connections that inspire. Now, here's your host, Dr. Julie Kroll. Hello and welcome everyone. You're listening to the Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected. Each week we gather right here to make connections that break through the illusion of separation. And I trust something you hear in this next hour may just shift you in a way that Well, I can't even describe it after reading this book today and just feeling through what this show's content's going to be. A lot of amazing new ways of looking at the world are sure to emerge. So maybe you'll even look at your relationship with God and the angelic realm differently. See, we humans are powerful co-creators. We create our lives from the inside out using our thoughts feelings, and memories. Yet many today are shaking their heads in disbelief and asking how. If that is really true, if we really are co-creating our lives and we desire heaven on earth, how do we have so much polarization, chaos, and conflict? And what, what many would describe as the opposite of peace and harmony on earth. So our guest today along with the 12 archangels, say that by transforming our wounds of the past and freeing the divine child within our hearts, we have the ability to manifest heaven's vibration of pure love and joy in our daily lives. And as each of us lives more in this pure love, we create abundance where there is lack, healing where there is suffering, and peace where there is violence. Our daily practice can shift not only our own personal vibration, but the vibration of all humanity and planet Earth. I invite you to take a few deep breaths, bring your awareness into this moment, open your mind, connect with your heart, and settle into your essential wholeness as I introduce our guest. Belinda Womack is a spiritual counselor, teacher, and author of Lessons from the Twelve Archangels, Divine Intervention in Daily Life. A scientist by training with dual degrees in microbiology and environmental science, Belinda was called into service by the Archangels while working in a medical university lab. And for the past 25 years, she's had an active spiritual counseling practice, working with the 12 archangels to support individuals, couples, and families. And I am delighted to have her here with us today and the angels. So welcome, Melinda. It's wonderful to be here, Julie. Thank you for having all of us. 
Oh, you're welcome. I'm delighted. And I heard myself call you Melinda. I have a cousin named Melinda, so I apologize for that. Belinda, and I'll try not to do that again. I've been doing that as I prep for your show for the last couple of days, just feeling into that essence of my cousin too. So thank you for bringing her with you as well. So Belinda, I have a traditional first question here on the show because I like to set our conversation into a larger meme and kind of bring in the essence of, of really what's important to me as well. So I want to start with that question and ask if you can share with our listeners, what does all things connected mean to you? All things connected is that truly all particles of God's energy, all particles of the creator and everything the creator creates are connected. And so for us human beings, that means that our thoughts and our feelings and our memories and our past are actually created. So if we want to move forward, if we want to evolve into greater happiness and peace, we begin by paying attention to not only what we are thinking and what we are believing, but also what we are reacting to. And remembering that Fear is going to disrupt that beautiful love energy. You know, it pulls us down. So to support that interconnectedness at the vibration that really does help us to create a far better experience, it helps to be consciously plugged in to loving thoughts and loving beliefs and loving feelings. So if we're not in a good space, it helps to really get in there and transform it and change it because we have an impact on all things that are truly connected as they truly are. Mm. Oh, thank you. I I literally have a lot of things all of a sudden just firing off in my mind because um, when you talked about the particles of God, it, it brought up one of my favorite um ideas in the book that was really, really quite exquisite. And it was really a question that was posed when we're talking about this fear and this, this spell and, and being triggered. And then I'm going to tell you my second thing, because the question was, how powerful is divine love? And would it be strong enough to reunite all of God's particles? And I highlighted that and I underlined that. And I think I'll create a social media post out of that. It's so exquisite. I love that. Let's just let's start there with the particles of God and this illusion of fear. You call it a spell of fear. And that's the second thing that I wanted to bring up when you were talking is I posted last week, I think, on social media to be careful not to be triggered by fear. And I, I just gave a little, it was just a brief little post and so many people contributed to the conversation and were happy. And, and I, I just had left it with a question. I'll stay awake with you. If, will you stay awake with me? And, and it just triggered so much rich, beautiful conversation. And then some people are like, no, now wait a minute, wait a minute. Aren't we supposed to feel all of our feelings? And I, I gave my example and response to that and, and explained it from my best perspective of how I could. And your perspective in the book is brilliant. So I would love to hear you talk about this spell of fear. And then how do we stay in that place of love when so much 
much is going on in the world around us. Well, Julie, we are all from the Creator, and the Creator, or Mother, Father, God, that's what I call God, um, is made out of energy, and energy has a vibration, so we, we come from that energy, so that's why all of our particles are connected in something called oneness, and so the planet Earth is called a schoolroom where we get to experience a difference in vibration. So love is the energy that created us. But if you take that energy and you really lower its vibration so that we actually can believe that we are separate from our creator, um, that God is far, far, far away, then we get to experience something um, wonderful called fear. And I call it wonderful just because it really does teach us so very much about the power of love. So fear, what does fear create? We know that love creates heaven and abundance and good health and peace and loving relationship and just awesome opportunities coming to us and miracles. Well, fear still comes from energy, right? That's what everything is ultimately consists of. So fear creates lack. It creates illness. It creates separation from our creator. And what that does is it makes us afraid to ask for help, ask for help from angels or even other human beings. Um, fear creates guilt and resentment and anger and rage and all of those things that um, really can cause human beings as well as all creatures here on earth to suffer. So we are presented here at this school, we're presented with a choice. And um, we can either kind of invest in the greatest power in all of the universe, which is called love, or we can put our energy into fear. And fear is so magnetic. It's so um, not that love isn't magnetic, but fear, you know, the angels say that they didn't really realize that how entertaining fear could be to human beings. And so, you know, but when we get caught up in fear, sure enough, it just revs us up and we get into this reaction cycle that, you know, can just pull us into a, a vortex and it can pull everybody else in there with us. And so then we just become a, a world of reacting people. But it only takes one of us, and this is where the angels really kind of um, step in and kind of shake us by our roots, and they say, hey, it just takes one of you to take that fear and transform it with love and shift your vibration and then hold that intention that everybody else shifts with you. So in a nutshell, um, that's, that's how it works. We all come from the same energy that created our creator and our creator created all of us. But here on earth, it's a special school. You know, we get to learn the value of love by using it as a healing power to transform the fear, which is actually just illusion. Mm. Well, thank you, Belinda. Can you, I, I, I love this whole conversation and, and really, even the power of one person's ability to shift that vibrational frequency and and all of that is beautiful let's let's go into that illusion because 
many of our listeners are really beautiful visionary leaders, change makers, and they really understand these concepts. And and yet others at times will say, well, I don't understand this. This is a physical reality and this is how it works. And this is, you know, and, and they don't really yet grasp how fear is an illusion and separation is an illusion. So I'm wondering if you could talk about what that means from the angel's perspective. What is this illusion and how, do, how does that really work? Well, according to the angels and, of course, many other teachers, both in heaven and on this earth, we human beings are dreaming our lives into being. So to ground that here on the material plane or the on the earth, it's that we don't realize that we actually create with our thoughts, our memories, our belief systems and our feelings. But what we also don't realize is that many of those beliefs are actually in our subconscious, which means the past. So we are creating with our whole, you know, our whole mental capacity. 90% of that or greater is in the subconscious. And the subconscious loves to hold on to fear. It loves to hold on to the lower vibrations of suffering and pain and lack and what has happened to me in the past, whether it happened to our ancestors and we still hold it in our DNA, or it happened to us in another life, or it's happened in a painful childhood or, or a painful experience in this life. And so then that sets us up to continue to believe that what we are going to experience is more pain, is more suffering, and that we don't have the power to actually transform the past and to change our lives in the present. So when the angels talk about fear being an illusion, they're really talking about the grip that it has on us and that it's it's something we can move out of and see see that really love is all there is. So again, it's, you know, it's kind of tricky for that, excuse me, rational, logical, I tried to say both words at the same time, <laughs> um, hemisphere, that part of our brain that, that thinks in past, present, and future, it can be challenging for that part of our brain to say, hey, but this is real and it's tangible. And when we experience negative things. And what the angels say is, well, test the power of love. You know, if you're going through something that is painful, take a moment and ask yourself, is this something that I have experienced in my past? And then they say, put it in the color purple, which is just the energy of love that exists in our battery of spiritual energy called the crown chakra. So you just put it, whatever it is in the past that caused you pain, you put it in the color violet or purple. And what you're going to experience is your life changes, your reality changes. And then that helps that logical, rational hemisphere to chill out and say, oh, now I have the proof. You know, I have the proof that Love is a power and I can use it. And that love is so potent and 
so amazing at what it can help us to transform and change, then we can start to have a perspective. Oh, yes, now I can kind of see how I am creating my life and that I have a choice. The big deal is to have a choice about what we experience. Yeah. One of my favorite quotes from the book is, if you do not experience what it feels like to lose oneness, then you can never truly know heaven's grace. Right. We don't know what we don't know what love feels like or, or how to really value that it's a far greater power. It's as simple as, Julie, when you open your your radio shows with taking a deep breath. What many of us forget is, hey, when we're taking a deep breath, we're breathing in love. That's how we bring love into our bodies is just by breathing. And sure enough, when we breathe, we cannot be in fear. If you notice how your physicality works, when you're in fear, you're holding your breath. Guess what? You're leaving, you're blocking life out. Well, life is God. Life is the creator. So by breathing, we open to bringing that creator right inside of us, bringing the love in, bringing life in, and bringing positive change in and moving the fear out. Mm. Okay. I'm, this is so yummy. And forgive me for digging a little bit deeper. But do we need to feel a full range of emotion when fear wells up and worry and anxiety do we need to feel it and release it or do we is it all right to feel the love to take that breath is it a spiritual bypass i think that's a a new age term that the people are accusing that whole process about and i i i think there's a couple differences here but i'm i'm curious what you and the angels might how how you might respond The angels say to feel is to heal. They are all for us actually respecting the depth of our human emotions. They say that that's a blessing that we have. What they ask us to do is that if it's unpleasant, if it's painful, bring love in. Um, And they give us many, many exercises and lessons from the 12 Archangels just to work with the colors of of the chakras that it's just vibrationally, it's going to shift us out of that pain. And then it's going to transform, love transform, transforms the root of the painful emotion or thought. So for example, if we have anxiety, which is pretty common these days, what they recommend is they say, ask yourself, what is the root of this anxiety? What is really the root of it? And then likely it's either gonna be a memory or a thought or a belief that comes up. And lots of times it's about the future, you know, that that we won't have enough money in the future or that the Russians are going to come in or, or, you know, we'll have some kind of fear that's connected with the, with that future. So they say, take the fear and all you do is you just, here's a very simple visualization. You just put yourself in a beautiful violet or purple river. You let that river flow through the front of your body and it, then it pushes the fear out the back of your body. And you just say, I release this fear and I let it go and I forgive the cause of it. And then we breathe. And then that moves us out of the fear 
and it moves us out of the anxiety and it helps to get to the root of the anxiety so then we experience a lot less anxiety so that's their deal they say yeah you got to feel those feelings at least put your toe in the hot water so that you know what needs to be lifted up and given back to god so that you don't suffer from it anymore that's beautiful thank you for that that is really really clear and beautiful and and the thing that i hear is um just validates what i believe as well as we feel those feelings and not allow ourselves to really get triggered and pulled into that energy vortex that you're talking about that could just pull us into this spiraling down it's like recognize the anxiety recognize the fear and then allow it to transmute with God and love and and these higher vibrational frequencies. Absolutely. Otherwise, Julie, the other thing that we humans do is if we don't feel our feelings, we ignore them or we do a spiritual bypass or we just um, and not that not that that can't be helpful just to focus on the love and what is possible possible and positive. Um, But if we don't feel our feelings, then we shove it down um, into our physicality. And then that's what creates disease. Um, So we really do need to welcome up those feelings, no matter, you know, how ancient they are, or how low vibration they are, even our rage or our, you know, desire to um, create destruction. So, you know, that's what's going to help us just to, to, to honor them, respect them, lift them up, hand them over, then breathe in that love, just like Julie teaches us to do. Mm, thank you. I, w- I would love for you to say a little bit more about disease and our feelings manifesting in our body into disease, because I think that's another important lesson that we all can learn from the archangels and the show today. It's really important. Well, um, so what the angels say is that, you know, we are very, very sensitive beings. Um, And so when we don't feel our emotions, emotion is energy in motion. And so if we don't feel them, they stagnate. And then our physical body becomes a messenger for us of where emotion is stuck or trapped in our vessel. And if we still can't reach it, and sometimes we bring it in from another life or we absorb it again ancestrally, um, but if we don't release that stuck emotion, then it often will create illness in our physical bodies. So if we have an ailment, whether it's chronic or acute, what we can do is just tune into that part of our bodies and say, what message do you have for me? What do I need to feel? What do I really need to hear and to release and to forgive? Because very often we shove those lower vibration emotions down. We don't want to feel them because they hurt. So if we just, you know, if we in the calmness and peacefulness of our hearts, if we can say, you know what, please, I honor you, um, come on up, and then we just hand it right over, then our bodies will release so much of it for us. We're only asked to listen with some compassion. Mm. 
Your voice just emanates compassion. You have this sweet essence in your voice, just the, the sound and tonation of your voice. I just, I just want to acknowledge that and say thank you for that because it just, it, it's comforting. Your voice is soft and just really makes, makes me feel really comfortable in your presence. It's what a gift. What a gift that is. Well, thank you. Belinda, we just have a few minutes here before we take a break. And after the break, I want to talk about what's going on in our world and what the angels have to say and more about your story of of how did you begin communicating with the angels and maybe how our listeners can even learn how to do that. But before the break, you also there's another another quote in the book, and I just want to um, presence it because I think feeling this, like experiencing this quote, is so therapeutic and healing just in itself. And I'd love to hear if you have something to say in a minute or less about this. Here's the quote. Freedom is yours when God lives inside you and you live inside God. So God is love and love is what created us. And so to welcome the greatest healing power in all of the universe to fill our cells and our molecules and our atoms is a great blessing that we can give to ourselves. Mm, I'm Dr. Julie Kroll. You're listening to The Dr. Julie Show. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll explore so much more with Belinda. I almost did it again. Belinda Womack and the 12 Archangels. We'll be right back. music 24 hours a day in the new empower radio app music to empower your meditation help you relax sleep or provide a calm background while you work the empower meditation channel is interruption free listen now with the empower radio app free in the app store or listen online at empower.fm soothe your soul calm your mind the empower meditation channel i want to thank my mommy for loving me so much for taking me out to the park for reading me books for taking me to the doctor when i broke my foot in ballet rehearsal for leaving me alone when i wanted to be alone and now as a grown-up I'm thankful for being able to take care of you, my dear mom, for having the chance to take you to the park, for reading you those books we enjoy so much, for being able to take you to your therapies after you twisted your ankle, for understanding that sometimes you simply want to be alone. Roles change without us noticing. And in your new role, we help you help. Visit aarp.org caregiving to get practical health and wellness tips to provide even better care for your loved one. Remember, visit aarp.org caregiving. AARP, we help you help. 
A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Confessions of a Potentially Perfect Parent brought to you by AdoptUsKids.org. I might look like an adult, like a person who could possibly be a parent, but I have no idea how to talk like one. And everyone knows that if you want to be a parent, you have to sound good when you say things like, Don't make me turn this car around, or because I said so, or don't make me come back there. I don't even really know what those things mean, but I know that I actually believed my parents when they said them to me. How did they manage to sound so convincing? Here we go. Don't make me come back there. Oh, no, that's not tough enough at all. Kids can sense weakness. Don't make me come back there. Ooh, yeah, that's better. In fact, that kind of sounded like my dad. Weird. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who would love to listen to you practice your dad voice. Call 1-888-200-4005 or visit adoptuskids.org for more information. This message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt Us Kids, and the Ad. Women now make up 37% of the workforce, changing their role forever. Harvard Medical School has now opened its doors to new female applicants. The first woman is now in space. The majority of last year's doctorate degrees were earned by women. We've come so far, but our news is changing for the worse. More women die from heart disease and stroke than men, even though it can be prevented. Make a change at GoRedForWomen.org today. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the American Heart Association's Go Red for Women. Empower Radio. Empowering you 24-7. Online at EmpowerRadio.com. Now, back to the Dr. Julie Show. All things connected on Empower Radio. Welcome back. Hey, if you're inspired by our conversation today, I invite you to share it with others and listen to it again. You can do that by visiting my website at thedrjulieshow.com, where you'll find all the archive links as well as a listing of upcoming guests. Again, that is thedrjulieshow.com. Also stay connected all week on our Facebook page, All Things Connected where we continue the conversation. I would love to hear from you. Was this conversation meaningful for you today? Send me your feedback. Send us a comment. Sign up for a mailing list. We always love to hear your feedback. Also, come play with us and other many, many global co-creatives at goodofthewhole.com, where we're gearing up for a really special surprise in the next week. So check it out, goodofthewhole.com. I'm talking today with... Belinda Womack. She's the author of Lessons from the Twelve Archangels. And you can find more about Belinda at belindawomack.com. Belinda, I was going to start off the show by asking you about your experience and how you got here, but you started talking about the particles of God and I just got so excited and I really wanted to lead with that conversation about fear because it's so important, but I'd love to take a moment and pause and hear more about your story, how you were the scientist you're working on in a, in a laboratory with your left brain and now you're communicating with the angels Help us understand that journey for you. Well, um, Julie, it's quite a while ago that this happened, but it's I've had my out-of-laboratory experience. I was working <laughs> on a stem cell sample and uh, under a sterile hood, and I found myself um, in an ancient room, stone room, um, with a dirt floor, and there was a beautiful light streaming in through the open ceiling. And in that light, the Archangel Gabriel took form. And I could recognize that it was Gabriel because the angel had a trumpet. 
And the angel spoke to me telepathically and said, Belinda, you're, um, we are calling you. Your work is going to change. We need you to help humanity to remember that they are God's divine children. And I remember um, thinking, right, communicating back to the angel saying, you know, I don't think I have the qualifications for that. I think you need to know something about psychology and I'm a biologist. So maybe you've called the wrong person. I actually tried to kind of talk my way out of it. And um, I remember Gabriel um, saying, you know, we, we, we are calling you. And um, you can try and resist, but we will be back. And I said, well, what do I need to know to do this job? And, and the angel said, just look over to the book to your left. That's what you need to know. And Julie, the book was very, very intimidating because it was at least two feet high and maybe, I don't know, four feet. It was open. So the book was open. Um, Anyway, it was huge. It was a massive book on this stone table. But out of the book came um, the word love in red fire letters, mm -hmm. just this beautiful um, red. And I said, oh, I can learn to love. I think I can do that. And so I don't remember the rest of our conversation. But what I did notice was that when I came back to the lab, um, I really thought I'd been gone for hours, if not for a whole day. And I looked at my watch and not even one minute had gone by. And that was really shocking to me. That was a little bit of a time lapse um, experience. And so that's how it began. And I floundered for a little while. The angels, the second angel I met was Archangel Michael. And um, but eventually, you know, they they um, I did leave my post as a biologist and they um, they told me what to do to get started after I finally surrendered. And so what do you want me to do? What does it mean to work for angels? And um, so that's that's how it all began quite a number mm. of years ago now. Yeah, it, you've been working now for 25 years, and I'm just curious if you could say a lot of us hear about archangels, and we hear, you know, Michael and Raphael and Gabriel, and we hear names, but I'm curious if you would introduce the angels to us, and then tell us a little bit about how they communicate with you and through you. So the 12 archangels, um, their number, which is part of their kind of title, is symbolic, and it uh, it means evolution. Forgive my tongue getting tied today, but it means that we go through evolutionary cycles and the 12 archangels help us to do that. So just like there are 12 signs in the zodiac and 12 months to the year and 12 hours on a clock face, they help us to evolve and they are um, working with Mother, Father, God, the co-creator of Schoolroom Earth. So um, they say that some of their names are more popular, the celebrity angels, they call them. Um, they call themselves like Gabriel and, and Michael and Raphael, they say they prefer to keep their names um, just as whatever the names that you hear. Just understand that they work as a team. Um, they are ancient. They come all the way from the very beginning of, of the creator um, when the creator was created. And 
so just know that when you need the help of the archangels, they are there and they love to help those who are involved in world service or in helping to raise um, human consciousness. The arch in archangel, they say, is not a, a term of hierarchy. They're not above humans or above angels or or trees or or whales or stars it it means to build a bridge if you think of what an arch is it connects things and that's what they help us to do they help us to connect our ego or our human consciousness to our soul um our heads to our hearts and and to help bridge earth to heaven and heaven to earth so that is their that is their mission and to communicate with them is really as simple as just say help me you know it's really that simple we like to think that it's complicated to communicate with angels but it's not they um they hear our thoughts and they're there for us with just you know, a simple thank you for helping me. Um, if we want to be able to see our angels, whether that's our guardian angels or the 12 archangels, they give um, very easy exercises for how to do that. But it's it's really that we have to move from that logical part of our brain, that logical, rational, um, past, present, future, I'm in control part of our brain over to the spiritual, emotional, creative part of our brain where we can see into heaven, where we can see beyond this plane. And they say to do that is just to come as a little child, you know, just to tap into that child within you and ask that child to take you through the purple door into the emerald green meadow of your heart and call your angels to you. And um, it, it's a very happy reunion because they are they are there, they are uh, present for us to to help us to navigate through this school, to get our homework done. Mm. Well, you've really done a good job talking about all of this in the book, and the book is really quite easy to read. I'm just going to kind of summarize it for our listeners, uh, because I think many will find it really helpful. You have um, some small little chapters you call books in the front, and then there's these really beautiful um, angel messages about all kinds of different topics that are really relevant, relevant to our daily lives. All of this is so relevant and usable for all of us. And then it's packed with exercises. You're very right when you say, well, the angels will can teach you how to do that. You do have exercises in this book, so many of them that help us to clear out things, help us to connect, help us to listen. It's just it's beautiful. So thank you for this contribution in your book. You talk a lot about that divine child and the importance of that in our work today. So we talked a little bit about our subconscious and, and recreating that before the break. I'm wondering if there's anything more you want to say about that divine child before we talk about what's going on today. Well, sure. This is one of the 12 Archangels' favorite topics, So, but we'll keep it brief for you. So the inner child, which is that they say that we always are God's 
child. We always are God's divine child and that we have access to that child all the time, wherever we are, whatever we may be doing. But the inner child has two aspects. So one aspect is the wounded child, which can show us into our subconscious, even into past lives. Um, so we connect with our inner child and we ask to see, well, where are we hurting? Where is there still pain or suffering? And that that wounded child aspect will show us into the depths of, of the past and show us what still needs to be healed and transformed and released and forgiven. Well, the inner child has another aspect which takes us into the superconscious part of the brain. And this is the divine child. This is that part of the inner child that always lives at the vibration of heaven. So we always have that access right inside of our own hearts. That's, of course, where the child lives. So it's amazing um, what we can do to tap into that incredibly powerful inner therapist by just connecting with the child within. And they say, you know, an easy way to do that is to find a photograph of yourself as a child if you if you can't connect instantly, and then just allow the child to show you, you know, what still need what still needs to be healed, or also, hey, take me through the purple door into the emerald green meadow of my heart and introduce me to my angels. So that's the incredible, um, magical power of the child within us. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate how you you speak a lot about that in the book. And it's just a really good reminder for all of us. I, I think we can all relate to that inner child and it's so helpful. So thank you. Thank you for that. Okay. So let's get to the really good stuff before the show closes. I want to make sure we have time to really talk about what in the world is going on. We have so much turmoil, so much chaos. We've, we've seen this big outpouring of love coming forth out of the chaos. There's, there's so much goodness going on, but yet so many are in fear and there's so much change. I'm really grateful to have you here today with the 12 Archangels and see if there's any message you can give us and our listeners here today about the state of our world and what is happening. So Julie, I'm just going to bring, bring in the 12 Archangels. So here we go. What we say to you, beautiful humanity, is that this is a time of great healing. The subconscious that you have all been carrying, the burdens of your past, the many, many piles of baggage that is actually left over, the old hurts, the old fears, the old pains, the old anger, is purging it's rising up to return to the light so that it can be transformed in mass so that you as a community, as a collective, as a human body can really begin to feel the love that yes, not only is it pouring forth from so many of you, your creator is showering your precious schoolroom with incredible transforming love and light every moment of your experience. What can you do to help? 
Well, you can understand that whatever is happening outside of you in your environment or on the news, there is a bit of that within you because the way that things are created is as above, so below, as within, so without. So we encourage you, we empower you, as this amazing radio station reminds you to do, to go within your own being and ask to purge that bit of your own past, whether it's this life or another life, or again, inheritance from your ancestry, and let that old rage and fear of that God has abandoned me, that is the ultimate fear, that there is no God and that God has abandoned me, there is no help for me, there's not enough resources for me, there's not going to be the joy and happiness that I need for me. Go inside and find that old luggage, that old baggage and burdens. And call on us, the 12 archangels and your guardian angels, and we will come into you, one with you, with through your higher self, and lift the weight off of your shoulders and fill you with love. Let your creator fill you with love as you release and forgive, and then you will see the collective change. You will see your world change. And that is what you can do to help. And we are so very, very grateful for your efforts. And we are with you. Hmm, just breathe into that. Beautiful. You know, one of the antidotes for me has been, um, I just said this on a meeting yesterday, is that my small separate self, my egocentric mind wants to totally resist everything that's going on and be in disgust and frustration. And, and my soul-centric self has fallen in love with Donald Trump. And I said that out loud and I said it in a meeting and people laughed at me yesterday until they really thought about it is I've allowed myself to fall in love with Donald Trump and the role he's playing for humanity because there's been such an outpouring of love as well. So are we on the right track when we learn to embrace all of this, even our pain with love? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it is that love. Remember, it's the greatest power that exists in all of the cosmos. It is the power that creates positive change. And you are correct. You know, our, according to the angels, our current president is, you know, his his role in our lives is to facilitate a positive change, a positive transformation, to let all of the shadow rise up, all of the, the egos that feel, you know, all of this indignation and that how has God betrayed us by what is happening and to just, again, let it all rise up, all of the ugly stuff that you know, we don't like to talk about, we don't want to realize exists in our society, 
well, how can it be healed? How can the light penetrate the darkness if it doesn't rise up to the light? So um, it's a great service. It may not be exactly the way we wanted it to be, um, but it is all happening in divine order. There is a divine plan playing out. There really is. Thank you for that reassurance. You know, it's it's sometimes difficult when, when my daughter reminds me all the time, I'll talk about the breakdowns and how, you know, all of these institutions and systems and structures are breaking down because they do not serve our higher consciousness as we're evolving on this planet. And, and you know, I think people... We, we don't want to talk about ourselves as broken and breaking down, but really allowing those systems that don't serve us to to end the shadow side, to emerge, to break down, to to really be released and transmuted into something greater. Well, and Julie, how beautifully said um, that you did that. So thank you. But, you know, it's it's that when when we resist it, it only makes it grow. So if we can just have a new attitude of gratitude, that's what the angels say, you know, just let whatever those lower vibration thoughts and feelings and memories, just welcome them to rise up because then they can be transformed instantly, instantly with with the energy of love so that we don't suffer from them. It's when we repress it, when we're in denial of it, when we say, oh no, that's not me. I don't have a racist living inside of me. I don't have a murderer living inside of me. Um, I don't have a Republican living inside of me, you know, just to hopefully bring in a little humor. You know, when we just stop resisting and understand, we are all, it's where we began this story today. We are all connected. And so whatever is happening out there, we can find it within ourselves. There is a particle of energy somewhere in us that just needs to be returned to the love and um, to shift that vibration. So that's how we can really um, save ourselves from suffering is stop resisting and stop saying, oh, they're the bad ones, not me, or they're the idiots, not me. And just remember, we are all one. So if you wanna help bring that change of peace that we've all been longing for. Just go within, go within. It really works. Good medicine, good, good medicine, Belinda. Okay, so you also, I wanna turn this into um, just a, a little bit of a shift here because I wanna make sure that our listeners know that you can work with them. And there's a lot of beautiful things on your website. They can go to Belinda Womack, Dot com and you you do you do readings for individuals as well as the counseling I do. So I offer private consultations, but a brand new thing that the 12 Archangels um, just had me do is they channeled through me some really super powerful healing audio sessions. So these are um, at a very reasonable cost that, that individuals and, and they can share with their family members to do some really amazing deep healing um, that's self-directed. So they just produce those 
those, of course, through Belinda, and those are now available on my website. And I also have the 12 Archangels University, which is a really um, fun learning platform where we also have monthly classes that go with that. So it's all up on my website, um, belindawomack.com. And if anyone wants a free meditation called the 12 Archangels Super Shift, they can just sign up to receive my newsletter and they're going to get a free um, guided meditation that where they can feel the 12 Archangels energy. They don't have to take my word for it. They can they can feel it. Well, we can feel it today. I'm wondering <laughs> if you want to give us a little sampling and I'll I'll use myself so our listeners can feel again how the archangels work with your clients. Is there anything that the archangels may want to um, speak to me today? So, Julie, what they ask of you is there anything that's going on in your reality where you feel that you need more heaven and more love in that in that story? Mm, this is a question. It's a question. Wow. I've never thought about it like that before. Um, I, you know what? I'm working on a couple projects, and it feels like those two projects that are about to be released really are about bringing heaven on earth. And so I would love for more assistance with those projects. So their message to you is, Julie... We are grateful for you. Remember that you have co-created these projects with the creator. So when there is resistance of those projects being received by the collective, that that is just a normal process. And to just hand over your book, hand over whatever it is that you wish to share, give it back to your creator and say, thank you for enlarging my territory. Thank you. I give this back to you for you to give to humanity in the timing, in the way that you feel is best because you they say julie is very responsible and she puts a lot of pressure on herself and we would really like to make that a bit easier for you to hear you have so much unseen help and we do know how to reach the public and we don't even have to use facebook <laughs> beautiful Oh my gosh, that is so true, Belinda. Thank you, and Archangels, thank you. The the weight on my shoulders and reaching the public, that was perfect. That was perfect. What a blessing. Belinda, this has been so much fun, and I hope that gives our listeners just a feel for who you are and who the Archangels are and can be in their lives. What a delight this has been today. It's been delightful for us as well. So thank you. And thank you so much for your service as well. Mm, yes. Okay. So one last thing. We just have two minutes here before we're going to close. And um, I've appreciated this conversation so much. But I'm feeling like there might be one simple shift that the angels can tell our listeners to make as we're moving out there besides this love piece is there any other one simple shift that we may make that will help us serve the greater good in a in a higher capacity today 
they give a very simple exercise. Close your eyes, take a deep breath, walk under a purple rain shower, a violet rain, and breathe and say, I forgive, I forgive, I forgive, I forgive. And then watch the violet turn into the color peach. This is the color of peace. And let the peace fill you, this beautiful energy wrap around you and breathe it in and enjoy, enjoy the change that you experience today from a little walk with some purple raindrops and some peace that comes from the divine and fills you up. Enjoy. Perfect. Perfect. Listeners, I, 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 our friends out there are going to delight in this. The book is filled with yummy, yummy experiences just like that. So check out Belinda Womack's book, Lessons from the 12 Archangels. And wow, you've been listening to the Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected. I'd like to thank you for tuning in with us today. And remember, together we're creating connections for the good of the whole. Until next time, I'm sending you a world of love. Bye for now. <laughs>